the only thing worse than a root canal is looking for a job on the internet. Hello everybody, this is Anthony Moore with Career Daily. I am here to put the human back in human resources. Let me be your competitive advantage on the job market. It is dog eat dog out there. Our research companies, new industries, I'll dig around, I'll figure out who some of the hiring leaders are, and I'll post all this information on our exclusive Facebook networking group. You'll also hear amazing interviews from professionals that I'm interviewing all across the country. Some are inspiring. Some are very informative. Some duds. I'll leave the duds out. Stay tuned for today's episode. Don't manage your career. Anytime you go online and do any kind of search around career or advice, you always see these TED Talks, you see all kinds of videos and YouTube people talking about how to manage your career. I'm not trying to be cheeky. I really don't think you can quote unquote manage your career. I just don't think that you have enough information to do that. I mean, life is eternal. It's infinite. There are so many ideas and opportunities out there that if you think that you have all the knowledge and you can manage your own career, you might be delusional. You could be self-delusional. You could be operating in a vacuum and not opening yourself up for the opportunities that are knocking on your consciousness every single day. Hey everybody, it's Anthony with Career Daily. This is a topic that keeps coming up and I I wanted to just kind of add my thoughts to it. I really don't think you should be managing your career because when you do, you look at things like job security and how to deal with situations at work and I don't know, I'm just trying to help you break free of this idea that you somehow have the ability to do this. I would rather you take an attitude of bringing love, bringing passion, and an open-mindedness to everything you do. And by doing that, coupled with being a perpetual learner, You will evolve. You will continue to add value to whatever stage of life you're in with whatever company, with whatever situation you find yourself in. Now, is this idealistic or is it not very practical? Well, that's something that we can talk about today. But what I want to do is go through a few concepts here. Number one, instead of quote unquote managing your career, be a perpetual learner. There is so much information out there. There is no excuse anymore for you to say, I don't know how to do something. In fact, that kind of limiting thought is really your number one enemy. I know Malcolm Gladwell in his book, Good to Great, his opening sentence, and I've never forgot it, good is the enemy of great. Well, I would also say, Negative or limiting thoughts are your number one biggest enemy in your life to accomplishing anything. There are so many tools, so much 
you know, access to research that other people have done. I mean, people just for free dump imp- information on online. In fact, YouTube is the number one is the number two search engine in the world. If you ever catch yourself saying the phrase, well, I'm so busy, you know, I'm kind of heads down. You might want to catch yourself there and say, should I be heads down or should I be heads up? Should my head be on a swivel? Maybe you should be heads 360. Because information, opportunities are coming at you from all different angles. And if you're so heads down, so focused, you're missing what's going on in the world. My brother-in-law is kind of a unique guy. And he... Uh, he reads the newspaper. He does things that maybe a lot of people don't do. Spends time to think. He looks at world trends. Not that reading the newspaper is something unusual, but I mean, it's a quiet time. It's a thoughtful, reflective time. He is definitely someone who does not have his head stuck in the sand. Maybe at one point, actually, I'll invite him on and we can kind of talk through his mindset. I think he's got a really unique mindset. And that's really what I'm trying to get at here about being a perpetual learner. It's a mindset of being open. And when you're open rather than closed, when you're unlimited versus limited, I think through that, your career can flourish and it can take on different states. I was an entrepreneur for 10 years. And I was very open to other ideas, but I also got caught in the trap of thinking I knew what I was doing. So there are times when I have stuck my head in the sand and that's a very dangerous place to be. But uh, let's, let's move on again, a little bit more about this idea of being a perpetual learning. When you take the idea of, I am going to continue to learn and add new skills to myself that in and of itself makes you totally secure in your job. In other words, the sands are always shifting. The world is always shifting. There was a time when, this is kind of a what a futurist would talk about, and I've, I've met with and I've done some work with a futurist before, and I'm, in fact, I'm hoping I can, to bring him on the show as well. I think he has a lot to offer. Again, will help us with this mindset. But there was a time when oceanic travel was the way to go. If you were going to go from the U.S. to Europe or vice versa, you got on a a steamship, a luxury ocean liner, and that's how you traveled. And if you invested everything, and I think it was called the Was it the Oceanic or the Britannic? I'll have to look up the name of that uh, boat line. But the point was, what happened when airlines came around? It totally blew that industry out of the water. It made it obsolete. It became irrelevant. So if if you're keeping your head in the sand, new advancements will completely swallow you up. And that will happen at work. That will absolutely happen at work. But if you're a perpetual learner, that will not happen to you. I mean, podcasting is a great example of that in some ways. Podcasting has become a a trend. And these may sound great on air. And you might think, oh, that's great. You know, you're just adding some audio and putting it on iTunes. Well, go and try and do it. 
you'll see just how many steps it's once you know how to do it sure it's easy but let me tell you it takes months to figure out how to really do it and do it well and i'm still learning how to do it better so but as a perpetual learner you realize there's so many more opportunities and there's so many more opportunities for me on this podcast to take this thing and do some live streaming and put it on YouTube. So again, perpetually learning, never stopping. That's a, a passion for living, a passion for life. And when you bring that into your work, that gives you job security because you're always looking ahead. And by doing that, you bring ideas. Ideas that other people who are so complacent, they just don't have. And you have to admit, that's one of those frustrating things about working in corporate America, right? You talk to people, you meet people, and they just are so complacent. They're just like a barge. They're like an iceberg. They're not flexible. They're not nimble. They don't want to move. There was a candidate I met years ago, and he said he never wants to work for someone who is mentally retired. Think about that. Mentally retired. You're working. You're not actually retired. But mentally, you've retired. You've stopped. Don't be mentally retired. In fact, perpetual learner is the opposite of mentally retired. I like that. Those two things go together. I might even call that the name of this episode. Don't be mentally retired. Okay. And I'll, you know, and I'll just give you a quick example of this perpetual learning uh, brings ideas, makes you valuable. That's really how I got hired at Cox Enterprises. One of my former employees that I unfortunately had to lay off when there was a pretty rough patch in my business, he ended up working for Cox. He ended up referring me over into the leadership group, and as they met me, they discovered that I had a lot of ideas. I was kind of a free thinker. I was kind of open. And that was one of the comments. They needed, you know, fresh ideas. So had I not had that mindset, if I was an ostrich, then this never would have worked. Okay. So let's move on. What about the other second, I think, most important part of creating job security or whatever we want to call this Number two would be you have to learn how to deal with the imposture syndrome. And many people who are successful, who hold positions of management or leadership or they, they're out in the spotlight, they constantly look at themselves and say, I'm really not qualified to be here. Why am I here? They're going to find out I don't know anything. That goes back to my first point about not being limited. Don't accept those limitations about yourself. There is a lot of negative self-talk that we all have to deal with. And to have a successful career, you have to deal with that imposter syndrome. Russell Wilson, famous, incredible quarterback for the Seattle Seahawks, my favorite football team. He says, why not us? Why not you? See, he doesn't allow those negative thoughts to settle on him. He doesn't deal with the imposter syndrome. Interesting. So he's one of the shortest quarterbacks in the NFL. Well, technically Kyler Murray with 
the Cardinals is the shortest, but he's five ten and one eighth, I think. So he's shorter than me. I'm six foot. So Russell Wilson's shorter than me. And by no means am I NFL height. He's shorter than me. But he has this unwavering confidence. And when he was a rookie, he went to the team, went to the coach and said, you know, here, here are my goals. This is what I expect to do. This is what I plan on doing. I'm going to be the captain of this team and we're going to go to the Super Bowl. And as a rookie, he was one play away from taking his team deeper into the playoffs. And the next year they did go to the Super Bowl and they did win. He was one of the youngest quarterbacks to win the Super Bowl. So where does this confidence come from? Well, you have to deal with the imposter syndrome. You do belong. Some people might say you have to fake it till you make it. Whatever you have to do mentally to keep your confidence up. Because for you to move forward, you do have to have a level of self-confidence. So where do you get your self-confidence? Where do you get positive mental thoughts? Well, first of all, you have to begin to recognize you have to separate the wheat from the chaff. You want the wheat, you want to get rid of the chaff. That's rather biblical, but it's still true. The Bible has been known as, is known as the chart of life. And we're told to separate the wheat from the chaff. And that's your thinking. Separate the chaff out of your thinking. Focus on the wheat. Garbage in, garbage out. If you just take in nothing but garbage, guarantee you that's what's going to spout out of your consciousness is garbage. So whether you need to meditate, quiet time, something else, a spiritual side of yourself, whatever you need, get that positivity, get that truth, that reality of what is flowing through your thought. That'll help you deal with the imposter syndrome. And that'll also help you stay open to new opportunities rather than be so locked in step with what you think has to be done. That's why I really don't like that manage your career as though you have the power or the knowledge or the insight. I'd rather be inspired to take a new direction and look back and say, wow, I am so grateful that I listened to that little thought, that little intuition that I had to step left when everyone was going right or to step back when everyone moved forward. So it all starts with this mental attitude, this dealing with the imposter syndrome. You do belong you have a right, you have a place. You're here to be successful and be productive. You're not put here to be unemployed, unproductive, unhappy. So know that about yourself. And I'm not trying to turn this into a self-help session. It kind of sounds like that. But when we're dealing with jobs and our lives and our careers, a lot of this is mental. Some would argue it's all mental. Third thing I think we have to do is be passionate about what we're doing. Do I sound passionate today? Could I just be reading from a script? Black and white? No, I mean, you can tell I'm, I'm passionate about this. So you have to find a way to be passionate about your work. Well, Tony, I hate my job. Okay, well, you need to unpack that. Why? Why do you hate your job? Is it you're hating something in your personal life? Are you hating something about 
your current job, your situation, the culture of the people you work with? Have you not stood up to something? Have you been quiet when you should have spoken up? There's a lot of things that go on at work that people just bite their tongue over. Well, maybe it's time to stand up and say what's right, do what's right, and let the chips fall where they may. And that'll shake off the malaise. My wife did that once. She was in a situation at her company and there were some big problems that everyone was ignoring. So she finally, as an old coworker of mine used to say, put the skunk on the table and force everyone to take a look at it. Changes were made. Progress happened. And then harmony ensued. People became more passionate, more involved, and their hearts were back in their jobs. And that's what you have to do. You've got to find a way to be passionate about what you're doing. It's going to take something different, perhaps, if you don't feel passionate, if you hate it. But see, if, you, if you're a perpetual learner, then perhaps what it is you hate about your job is the fact that there are changes that need to be made. And if you're researching and diving in and trying to find ways to improve, make something better, what I call a SAM, every resume has to have SAMs. What have you saved? What have you achieved? What have you made? You're either making money or you're saving time. Of course, time relates to money. So by diving in and improving your job, improving the lives of other people around you, now that's making a difference. That might help you become passionate about what you're doing. That'll break the log jam in your mind about hating what you're currently doing. I'm not saying that you still don't want to look for another job and find something better. In fact, you should. If, if, it's a, if it looks like a dead-end job, dead-end company, dead-end industry, of course do that. But where you are right now still might need your help, might need you to make an impact. Leave it better than how you found it. So be passionate about what you're doing. And that does come from within, not from without. If you're looking for that motivation, if you're looking for that passion, that love, that spark, and you're expecting it to come from someone else, you're gonna, you may lose your breath. It comes from within. Steve Job once said, the only way to do great work is to love what you do. So if you've not found it, keep looking. Don't settle. But I would add, you know, find a way to love your job. Kind of through all these things that we were talking about. All right, today's rant is over. I appreciate you guys. I'm so grateful you guys are out there. You're listening. The podcast is definitely growing. Uh, I think, what are we, today's Thursday. I think Monday or Tuesday I had the most number of downloads ever. So that's great. I appreciate everyone listening. Do me a favor, though. Subscribe. R rate it. Rank it. Leave me a comment. Comment on the podcast what you think about it. There's a lot of very good content here. People are coming and, you know, they're sharing their experiences with us on the podcast. That's, that's great content for people to, to learn. So if you rank it and, you know, leave a rating, that's what I'm trying to say, rate it and write a review, couldn't speak, rate and leave a review, that will help it rank higher in iTunes or wherever you're listening. 
And that'll make it more available for more people to hear the content that you're listening to. And if you want to continue the conversation, please head over to the private networking group we have over at Facebook, Career Daily Podcast. That group will continue to grow. We'll have more and more people in there that are sharing ideas and content and ideas. And there, listen, there's so many companies out there that I could be researching. I would love for you to, when you do join the Facebook group, leave a comment in there about a company you'd like me to review and find some of the hiring leaders. I'm happy to do it. That's it for today, guys. That's how you get job security. That's how you, quote unquote, manage your career by not managing it in the traditional way. Be a perpetual learner. Get that self-confidence going. Deal with your imposter syndrome because you do belong. And that's just going to make you a more passionate person. And that will open things up for you to take advantage of the opportunities that life brings you. Thanks, guys. We'll talk to you soon.